Hey, you're listening to the Sunnyside Podcast Show with me, BJ. Me, Ron. And me, Scott. Cue the theme tune. Keep on Sunnyside, always on Sunnyside. Keep on Sunnyside alive. It will help us every day. It'll guide us on the way. If we keep on Sunnyside alive. Little, little, little. Well, if you're, a, if you're a firm follower of this show, you'll be listening to this on the glorious 12th of July. So here's the... Really? Is it? <laughs> wow. Okay. Wow, you've had that one queued up. I've had it queued up for a bit, yeah. What is, is this? So this, the is sash? A, this is this the sash. This is the sash, right. This is, this is like what uh, young loyalist men get tattooed onto their bodies. Right. I'm not sure uh, why. Let me, can I, we should have I, had I a wanna... trigger warden before you played that. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel that one went straight in there. Can I... I, I want to lay my cards out, right? Okay, because I... I'm... You're literally dealing cards with your hands. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the expression. What's wrong with your brain? What do you mean? What are you doing? You're de- you're dealing cards with your hands. <laughs> yes. Nobody can see that except us. What are you doing? <laughs> I know I'm doing it, so I'm doing it. What if, what if no one can see it? If you wouldn't bring attention to it, no one it's would know. It's so weird, though. I just want to... I, I can't say it without doing it now. Of course you can. I just want to lay my cards out on the desk. Right? <laughs> I did that super fast. I just want to lay my cards out. Right, so... Uh, if you are not from Northern Ireland, okay, there's a lot of stuff you're not going to understand here. So we're going to try and explain this in as an all-encompassing way as we can. If you are from Northern Ireland, you're either going to be deeply offended, which I don't think so. I don't think our listeners are going to be offended by No, anything. I think it's going to be just a, an explanation of what what the 12th means to us or doesn't mean. Doesn't, yeah, because there's a cultural divide here, which boils down to uh, I have a largely Catholic upbringing, although I would hesitate to call it Catholic so much as not Protestant, I uh, you know that's, I, I would, that's the distinction, is it? Well, this no, no. I mean, I I wouldn't say anyone kind of went. Oh, we're bringing you up as a Catholic, so here let's go to church, let's do all the Catholic things. Some of that happened, but the vast majority of what I would say is what I didn't get was a Protestant upbringing. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say I got a Catholic upbringing, but I definitely didn't get a Protestant upbringing. So, and in Northern Ireland, it largely falls down into those two. Those are your, those are your, well, I, I used to think those were the demarcation, but they're, they're not the demarcation. They're, the demarcation not, no. comes down to class as much as anything. It's working class Protestant is different from a, from a, a what do you call it? Middle class Protestant yeah. and, and so on, which I find out later because when, so I, I was brought up, Catholic, um, not particularly well off. My dad worked in a hospital ward for when I was much younger and then ended up doing dealing and all sorts of things. And then antique stealing. Antique stealing, yeah. Um, if you, if you just, want just to clarify 50 there. cc's of, of antique chair injected, that he's the one you'd go to. Uh, and then I, when I was about 14, I started working. But the, uh, well, the people I was working with were middle-class Protestants, I would say. And so I, I knew more about middle-class Protestantism than working-class Protestantism. Okay. And, and in that culture... As far as I could tell, and maybe this is just defined by the fact they knew I was a Catholic, they they would talk about the 12th like this, right? So I'm going to do what they would do to me. They'd go, oh, it's the 12th tomorrow. Are you doing anything? People still do that. People I was, still do that? I was at a client's house the other, the other day, and um, you're talking about a man, a man in his 50s and his elderly mother, mm. and I was helping set up a computer. And she, Unfortunately, Ron, I would say, that sounds like an old age, but I am nearly in my, a man in my 50s. I'm well, not yeah. far away no, from it. No, I'm saying the elderly mother. Yeah, mother yeah, yeah. Uh, and then she turned to, to um, her son and said, are you close for that? And then she just looked at me out of the corner of her eyes and said, 12. Because, <laughs> yeah, she, because we're, she didn't know. We're making the noise, but when people do that, they don't. They just mouth the word to you. <laughs> yeah, which which doesn't work when you're doing yeah. just an audio, so, an audio podcast. And did then, you ever see then, you looking like we're four-headed aliens? And then she very yeah. quickly Scott, corrected you? to, you know, the, the, the break the holiday. Yeah. <laughs> it's, but it's, not, it's not like she said, I don't understand the that. People that, would say don't, that the people that would say that Scott, would be middle you're class. You're a prod, so you don't understand. I know. The, the, the I, know. I just boldly and brashly say, what's happening for the 12th, boys? <laughs> uh, yeah, but, the, but that's the thing is, is, like, Catholics wouldn't talk about it that I knew of. 
and the Protestants that I knew were all sort of vaguely middle, middle class, had good jobs, and 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 would only ever mention it in a kind of you know mouth mouth the C- word. Catholics who talk about it with resentment. That's my. Yeah. I mean, my my. Well, uh, I mean, mostly in the conversations we'd have is, are you? Let's get out of here. Well, I mean, my <laughs> my ex-wife, who who was slash is a Catholic, would always mm. say the sun always shines on you orange bastards because it was always sunny. <laughs> I would, on the I would say I wouldn't take your ex-wife as as a, as a regular <laughs> Catholic or a regular person. I mean, no, no, she's nice. I like her, but but also she's she could be scary and abrasive. <laughs> well, that was just her affectionate way of saying that she thought it was unfair. Well, unfair. Which part? Of- I think that we claimed the holiday in the middle of the summer, whereas they they all their sort of holidays are more in the around it. Well, like, you know, St Patrick's Day is never really a good weather. Well, the, I mean, I definitely felt that the twelfth of July was very much the the Protestant holiday. It was it was the it was the one that we weren't getting. We, I mean, if we wanted a holiday, we'd piss off. This was not. This was a holiday time where very much it was like. Um, I don't understand anything that's going on here. It is like a foreign country, but one where you are not invited to. Yeah. Suddenly, that 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 that's what it felt like, and so we'd disappear. I mean, my mom and dad would disappear, and then I would, you know, we'd all just go off on holiday to places that were. Were you con- going off on holiday separately? No, no. We're, were they going to Disneyland, and you were going somewhere sometimes. else? Sometimes. No, 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 no. We'd all go off wherever we were going going off to. But I mean, I eventually ended up working in in Belfast and traveling up and down and stuff when and. But so I never, I didn't have it. Now my brothers, my brother, because we were still not, we were still sort of lower working class, but they would go, one of my brothers would go out with, he had Protestant working class friends and they'd go off and do the 12th. He would go off with them to the Bonnies and stuff and I didn't understand any of it, but oh, that's because I. I it's, it's pronounced Boney. Boney, is it? Boney, yes. all right. Okay. He could pass, could he? He could pass, yeah. Well, no, he, I mean, they embraced him. I think they they would, I, I mean, I, I don't. I I don't want to paint a picture that was like I was excluded as a Catholic from the twelfth of July. It wasn't that at all. It was we excluded you ourselves you from it. Of course, you certainly weren't invited. We certainly weren't invited. But I mean, you know, I mean, who's going to know? I mean, and when you did tell them that you were there, I I did get a a very warm uh, invitation well, well, to well, burn to death. Let's, <laughs> let's let's back up and assume. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. We, we have a listenership who doesn't know what we're what we're even talking about. Okay, okay. So the twelfth of July, Ron is. 12th of July is the traditional commemorative celebration of the Battle of the Boyne, which was a battle that was fought in 1690 between the Williamites and the Jacobites. Okay, it's the, about the battle, not the bottle. Yeah, well, that's, that's the current advertising campaign. <laughs> yeah. 1691. 1691? Yes. Oh, you mean they're all wrong by and a year? Date, and the date would be the 22nd of July by the modern calendar. Well... Wow, you are quite the nerd for this. No, literally somebody told me today. <laughs> and I just happened to remember. Someone beat this into Scotland very early. <laughs> so, look, I'm just going by what the, the marketing tells me here. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it's a, it was a battle between the Williamites, who were the Protestants, and the Jacobites, who were the Catholics, and the Williamites won. And they've never let anyone forget about it ever since. Yeah. Was it as straight a cut as that? Was it straight, these are Protestants, these are Catholics? Was it, wasn't it? Because was it, it was you know these things are always painted as, as simple as that. And then when you boil into it, when you dig into it, it's never that simple. Well, it's I mean, they would have been Protestants in, in a sense that we wouldn't recognise them as Protestants today. I mean, they wouldn't have Rangers FC tops. <laughs> <laughs> you know, or they wouldn't have pit bulls. You know, mm. So I mean, it's, it's very hard to kind of say that they had they held the same values that are mm. held today. You know, they were all God fearing people probably that all went to church and mm. believed certain things. But um you know it, it was it was it was to insta- it was to install a Protestant king. Mm. And uh they won and that's that's pretty much what, it, what, what, what that was the decisive battle. Yeah. Okay. So that's and then clearly, you haven't shut up about it for 300 yeah, so years. That's, 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 the... that's clearly worth going on about for, you know, <laughs> 300 odd years. So right, so right. I token Catholic, right? Ron, where do you say my sit? father was an Orangeman? Okay, yeah. My grandfather was an Orangeman. My grandfather was an Orangeman too. Yeah. Right? Now my father stopped being an Orangeman once my grandfather died. Okay. I guess he just okay. thought, well, I don't have to keep up the pretense of giving a shit about this anymore. <laughs> um, and he just ceased being an Orangeman mm-hmm. at that point. Uh, and I'm sorry, I need to clarify this again. An Orangeman is the is someone who belongs to a loyal orange lodge. Which I always is think of them as a purely Protestant Masonic order. Yeah, it's it's basically a working class Masonic order. It's like yeah. you know a bunch of guys sitting together in a hall drinking after hours and uh, you know agreeing to do each other's sheds. 
Have you, are, have you ever have you ever been in orange? You've been in an orange hole, I'm sure. No, no, have you not? Have you not? I've never been in an orange hole. Why would, no. why would I have been in an orange hole? But just for a party or something. I've been in one. Pretty what, sure. What do you? Well, mostly what, I've what been do you in. Think Protestants do? Do they not ha- have sex with oranges? Is that, is that why they're called orange men? No, oh, I've been no, I've very never, misinformed. Never been, in, never been in an orange. So I don't know what sort of hole you were in. Man. <laughs> No, I've been in orange holes, but purely because my dad would have had antique stalls set up in them when they were, you know, they'd hire out an orange hole or whatever it was, whatever large venue they had, they'd hire out the hall and then you'd go in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you'd end up going and selling bric-a-brac there and and stuff. And I'd go and do that with my dad when I was very young, but I had no idea what any of the, you know, you'd see some old blokes portrait up yeah. and, and a statue of someone and stuff. You go, well, the Orange Lodges are basically like a Masonic Lodge and they're, mm. they're a collection of men who get together for, now they would say, community events. Mm-hmm. But on the 12th, they all wear black suits and they march down the street of the yeah, I mean, it was a very much a religious organization, but then it's become a kind of... Yes, you can't marry a Catholic like if the you belong Scouts. to the Orange Order. I mean, yeah. that's in the rules. You cannot that, marry a Catholic. You cannot... Um, that is why my great-grandfather stopped being an Orange Man ah, and marry okay. a Catholic girl. You can't enter, uh, you know, a papal... My, my dad would tell you that even though he stopped being an Orange Man, he still couldn't stand Catholics. And that's why he beat the shit out of all of his children, because <laughs> they were all Catholic kids. Well, then why... <laughs> Why marry her? Oh, we all Good do. Lord. We all do stupid things for sex. And misogyny was just part of the deal back then. <laughs> um, and then alongside the the loyal Orange Lodge members, the Orange Men, you have the marching bands who mm-hmm. march behind them and play sort of. I really want. I really when rudim- you said when you said Orange Men, then I pictured Diddy Men, <laughs> very like Ken Dodd's little Diddy Men, and I don't know what that the, is. What little tiny guys with bowler hats that. March along rhythmic. Oh wait, no, no, they are orange men. I'm they're they're <laughs> orange men. Yeah. <laughs> you never heard of the Diddy Man? I don't think Scott really knows who Ken Dodd is. Do you? See the guy with the teeth? Yeah, yeah, he is. <laughs> you got a feather duster. Sometimes I forget you're old enough to have kids. Barely, barely. <laughs> so yeah, on once well, not once a year. Pretty much from the start of July through to the end of August is mm. marching season mm. in Northern Ireland, and they march. Um, up and down the Queen's Highway, as they'd say, and they, they you know, they marched on, on the 12th of July, they marched to and from church mm. to uh, commemorate this battle. And around and in and out and yeah. up and down. And yeah, basically, a- basically a lot of times where they're not wanted. <laughs> <laughs> you're, I mean, are you, would you say you're more down on them than I would be? Or, I mean, I, I don't know. I yeah, mean, I, I, to I, me, I, it's a it's mild inconvenience. And I, yeah, I think, and, I think so. I think, I think from the point of view of a lot of Catholics, um, their attitude is, we don't want them here, they're wankers. I think from my point of view, it's like, it's like you really are wankers. If if you're going somewhere you're not wanted, mm. what kind of, you know, blue-headed um, tit does that make you? I mean, it, it's it's a really bloody-minded attitude, and it makes the rest of us, you know, God-fearing Protestants look bad. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. Um, what about you, Scott? You still here? I like the bands. You like? You like? Really? See, my my wife, my wife used to be in a band in Cornwall when until she was about sixteen. Was it like a brass, like a brass marching brass band? marching brass band, marching right? Band. And so when she came over here, it was like, oh, I'd like to join a band. And <laughs> she obviously she's a Catholic, um, because her dad was a Catholic, although her mum was Protestant. Uh, she came over to Armagh, and her mum remains the only Protestant in Armagh. She don't tell anyone that she'll get in trouble. Um, so she marches up and down the street in her own. No, uh, she. <laughs> she um, so Annette came over here and went, oh, I want to see a band. And of course, the bands here are, if you're unfamiliar with a band in Northern Ireland, a band would be best described, uh, Scott, as what? A pipe band. So they have what, one well, instrument? Well, there's, well that, that's, there's, that's what you call it. There's, there's pipe there's, bands there's and flute three bands. Types. There's three types. Yeah. There's pipe bands, there's flute bands, and there's silver bands. Yeah. Well, what's uh, a silver band? Silver band's a brass band. Yeah. But was <laughs> Well, it's it's basically like it it has all of the same... They'll have, they'll have, but they do, the yeah. So, but they don't. They don't have wood instruments. Wood, no. wood, wood, wood. Um, you generally hear them playing the more upmarket middle class hymns mm. as they go down the street. Whereas, uh, you know, a pipe band will be playing bagpipes, obviously. Yeah, uh, and then no, so, not obviously. I, when you said pipes, I didn't assume oh, no, bagpipes. Bagpipes, yeah. yeah, bagpipes. Okay, and then a a horrible caterwauling noise. Yeah, is it a bagpipe. Like, yeah. 
I think, I mean, this is the thing. There's a part of me that thinks, you know, Paul, your problem here is culturally you're not attuned to this. And that's why when when I hear all of the bands, they all sound like walls of noise. They don't, so there's no, you know, they're not an attractive noise to me. They they, they sound like aggressive well, no, it's, for the it's most part. It's designed to repel Catholics. <laughs> 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 oh, it's like that noise that, that they have for teenagers. Yeah, it's like that. <laughs> I mean, whenever whenever I was growing up, the the flute band, the most aggressive and noisiest mm. band of the lot, they were known by uh, the people around me as Kick the Pope bands. Okay, you know, it was like, yeah. it was like, I want to join a band. What sort of band do you want to join? Mm. Oh, I want to join the Kick the Pope band. Mm. And they would invariably be playing. Um, you know, the Sash is the big one. The Sash mm. is like the number one hit for loyalist bands. Mm. You play that one. That's that's the you you, yeah. you can't you can't go any higher than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's yeah. the one that gets the crowd on their feet. Yeah, that 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 is Despacito. <laughs> For loyalists, <laughs> so so once you once you've pulled once you've pulled the trigger on the sash, you can only go down or back around it because they seem to play the same three or four songs. Well, yeah, Com- I mean, I would struggle to call these people musicians. <laughs> no, I don't think that. I don't think that's fair. I think for the flute bands, there, there's a very rudimentary like we'll learn four songs or five mm. songs or like however the flute's fucking hard. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> But if you're going to have a band but of the them, the flute they're playing isn't so hard. They're yeah. not playing. They're not playing like a concert flute. Yeah, they're playing a. It's a, like a tin whistle sideways. It's tin whistle sideways. Oh, no, hang on, yeah. hang on, hang on, hang on a second. We've got dibs on the tin whistle. Can't be a tin whistle. Yeah, that's a Catholic t- instrument. Well, that's as well. You know, look, this one does not go. <laughs> it, it goes. It's 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 a lot more more uh, you know streamlined. Than the, <laughs> It's not. It's a lot more Protestant. Is that what you're saying? That's what. You, that's what. When I, you know, when I was working with these middle class Protestants, the expression would be, "Oh, that's a lot more Protestant looking now." When when things were, you know, just oh, fit say- in their right boxes and nothing else. Yeah. that's a lot more Protestant looking now. Yeah, my my, my Catholic mother in law used to say that. Yeah. That's much more Protestant looking now. <laughs> uh, you know, you're just sort of admitting that you think Catholics are dirty. Then I mean, I, I don't understand what. what this well, I th- no, I I think it comes right. So the, I have I have theories about this, which which are possibly vaguely uh, stereotypical and terrible. But Catholics like twiddly bits on things. Like everything has twiddly bits, and the Protestants came and went, "What the fuck is all this? Get rid of all of this, and let's put squares up." So that's like what Ikea. we want. Yeah, yeah. So Protestants the Protestants, like they basically went and went, you've got a lot of, like, we see your steeple, right? And it goes to a point, but there's got all these little twirly bits and the things and it. Get rid of all of that. Well, that's, that's not a, th- that's, that's not just a theory. That's, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> so whenever the, the, you know, the Calvinists and the, um, the other sort of, you know, the other Scottish Protestant mm. things go over here, they, they thought that papistry and mm. uh, adornment was, mm. was not befitting of God and they, they wanted things yeah, to but be... What, well, the, 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 the theory, not the theory, but the, the thing is I think that rippled down through time. Mm. So I think when somebody talks about something being less, a lot more Protestant looking now, what they really mean is that's got rid of all the adornments, but it fits where it's supposed to fit. Yeah, there's no, okay. you know, there's no decorative, uh, pointless elements to that. There, that is just exactly the shape it should be. Now, I, I sometimes like those decorative elements. I sometimes like those things, and I think there is a, a bona fide kind of. You go into a Catholic church and you feel like, wow, you can see why you walk into a Catholic church and it's got, you know, all the the twiddly bits, and all the saints above your head, the and sacraments, see, and all this, yeah, whatever they're called, and the, the the comic strip they run along the sides, which that's is the sacraments. Is that what that's called? How do I know that? And you I don't. D- I don't know what it's called. Um, and then they've got the stations of the cross. Stations of the cross. That's the one. And then they've got the the light coming through with the the, and you think to yourself, oh yeah, I can see why people once they start chanting along here would start believing in God. I can I can understand why they think they're in a, a place that is going to give them a a spiritual connection yeah, or something. A whole Sort of yeah, uh, and then you get into a kind of uh, a very Presbyterian box room, and you go, "Oh no, I don't like this but, god. But this it, god it, is like cr- yeah, is gruel for tea." But it and- has the same effect for the opposite reason. I mm. think you know, I think the Catholic uh, the adornment and all does kind of create an atmosphere of focus is really a holy place here, mm. and then the Presbyterian thing is really about God. Oh, really must, really must, uh, you know, think only about Jesus. There's nothing else to think about here. Um, <laughs> So I mean, it, the church I grew up in was pretty much a uh, bog standard. It wasn't Presbyterian. It was I grew up in a congregational church, mm-hmm. which is kind of like being a Baptist. This is what I don't like about you Protestants, right? Is that there's Factions. Catholic churches, yeah, and that's it. 
And then when you go on oh, Protestant, you go, how many different kinds no, of Protestants are there? They're no, always dividing and subdividing. Catholic churches. Well, there's Orthodox. There's like there's lo- there's like seven or something like yeah, that. There's one Pope, and then everything is just more or less the same. Isn't that the way it works? Yeah, I, they're, they're all kicking up to the same same guy. <laughs> it's all it's all kickbacks to the Pope, the big fella in the big house, isn't it? Maybe I, mean, I'm I don't sure know. It, I mean, Jesus. Well, Protestants are all kicking back to the same fella as well. No, 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 no. I mean, no, I mean, no, 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 no. That's not how it works at all. Protestants keep one guy in business. He's the guy who runs that church. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and and Catholics are like, we've got, we've got, you know. The guy who runs that church. Oh, just, I thought you meant middle God. Management. I was just like, it's all, it's all going well, to be God. Like, <laughs> oh, no, no, no. But yeah, no. but no, God doesn't exist. <laughs> this is, no. Here, well, don't tell them that. Well, I know they get very funny about well, it. Well, they know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, so, right, you're, right, on the 12th then, so I would have disappeared or my family would have gone, let's go away, it's a holiday time, let's go and well, as go as far away as we can. I'd have been brought to wherever the 12th was happening. Okay. Because uh, my father would have been marching. Okay, right, yeah. okay, so your so, dad marched. Yeah, so whenever I was growing up, the 12th moves between a few local towns, they share it. Mm-hmm. No one town can get all the bounty of the 12th every year. You okay, know? okay. So, um, you know, I grew up in Balanhinch, but the 12th was in Balanhinch maybe once every three or four mm-hmm. years. It would move between there and cross guards. Is thing. it like, is the, so like the people who would run an Orange Hall would be, they would be quite religious. It would be quite a religious. Well, there are generally, I mean, like, uh, it'd be very unusual for members of the Orange Hall not to be members of a church as well. Yeah. But at the same time. Well, there's a Christian ceremony yeah. at the. Yeah. Field whenever everybody stops like, marching and has a wee sandwich, and then. Mm-hmm. But then, the, when did the alcohol and the like making it about booze begin? Is that always been part of it, or was that sort of no, sneaked in over the years? Speaking, I mean, they're not meant to yeah. drink, you know. Because I mean, but, my my impression was always that there's a, a facet of orangeism which is teetotal and you know Bible. That, that would have been the facet that my father and my grandfather yeah. would have belonged to, you know. And my father, you know, I remember telling me that he didn't. He didn't particularly like being an orange man or going to the orange meetings because you had to mix with people who were not of the same mindset as him. Mm. You know, they you know they were very much into boozing and yeah. You know, so I mean, for, I would imagine there's a probably a large proportion of them of people that would go to an orange hall and be a member of an orange lodge because it's party time. It's let's go and hang out with my mates and have a drink. And then there's probably a faction that were like, this is a religious thing. This is supposed to be teetotal, god fearing. Bible bashing. Yeah, I'd say there but, definitely is that. And, and there, they, a yeah, is it, yeah, yeah. So that's that's kind of interesting. That's, I mean, certainly, you. See, I've always been conscious of those two aspects of it. Like when you see a march going on, you do see the guys with their sash on. You well, go, you'll never see a spokesman on the news who is part of the sort of. Uh, the more raucous side of yeah. things. They're always the middle class one who's... Lads, it's the 12th, let's get pissed. And that's the Orange Order leader. It's, it's our solemn, solemn uh, <laughs> duty here to march down this road. And uh, we, do, we we just want to run, we just want to basically get to our but service. Is it not, is it yeah. not mostly the spectators? Uh, well, the spectators also, I mean, are the ones who really enjoy the drinking. Yeah, because, <laughs> you, know? you know, I've, I was the same as you. Whenever I was a kid, I would have been taken to where the 12th had gone. I think my uncle probably would have been marching... My dad never, never was, but we always would have went. Um, but it just seemed everybody that was marching was in, was behaving themselves, and everybody that was watching wasn't so much. Yeah, I've always wondered how. I mean, this country has a real sort of turning a blind eye attitude towards alcohol. It, it, it is illegal to drink in the streets, except when people want to drink in the streets. Yeah, yeah. and and then it's fine. I mean, you know, everyone does it, so they can't they can't arrest everybody. So they yeah. just let it go on. There's a, yeah, Northern Ireland definitely has a kind of. If a certain amount of, if a certain size of the population don't want something to happen or do want something to happen, it fucking happens no matter what's written in a book somewhere. I don't even think it's a certain size of population. I think it's just a certain size of people that are there. Yeah. Like if you have a crowd of like 15 kids in the street drinking, the cops are going to take their booze. Yeah. If it's 150 people, yeah, probably not. Yeah. Unless they start wrecking the they'll place. They'll sit in a Land Rover and watch yeah, them. They'll probably, yeah, they'll probably not. I mean, I don't, you know, the the, pl- the police have it tough because if you try to take people those the people's booze off them on the twelfth, it's just going to erupt into absolute mayhem. But the twelfth, so, the twelfth is the is is far down the line. Tonight's the eleventh. The eleventh, uh, yeah. right? Okay, so this is like Christmas Eve. What is this? This is this is, this is, Lord, this, is Christmas Christmas Eve. this is Christmas yeah. Eve. If you got to open your presents at midnight. Okay, okay. Yeah. So I, I mean, 
But are the Orange Order in charge of this? Is mm. it, do they have their own little... The I mean, who's in charge of the bonfires? It always seems to be community there's groups. Committed, there's committees. Community groups, and there'll, there'll always be like a chief bonfire architect slash engineer. <laughs> Basically the guy who could steal the biggest, <laughs> la- biggest sort of wagon. Where do the pallets come from? Because I have always... Been, I've never... I like, through the entire year, I never see a single pallet, and then suddenly fucking thousands of them. Where the, the do they pallet, come the from? The pallets are an air quote... Donated. <laughs> there so is quite a lot must, of stuff. I think Here, there you must would... be uh, companies whose sole purpose year round is to manufacture pallets to be burned on the twelfth, on the eleventh night. Mm. Because, I remember, like, I, I used to whenever I did a lot of flooring stuff. I mean, I, I would have been in and out of various warehouses. I remember one of the guys were saying, "Me like each one of those pallets is like five or six quid. Yeah, they're expensive. And like you know, if if someone brought us pallets, we'd buy them off them at like three or four quid." But they're burning them. <laughs> yeah, and it, it's nuts to me, but... Um, I remember know, Hannah asked... So I can't remember <clears throat> where we... I can't remember where we were. Wait a minute, like Ikea? Someone's like, so, got, some, so, like some, somewhere, where, somewhere where they got a lot of pallets. Yeah. And Hannah needed two pallets for an art project that she was doing. And she asked if, they, if she could have two. And they were like, no. <laughs> just like, it's like, well, they're, they're expensive. It's like, well, people are getting them. The bonfires, yeah. But what, well, Hannah's mistake there was not having UVF written on the back of her hand. <laughs> Hannah just said she wants them for a bonfire, just the two this time. Just two. You're lucky, I'm only asking. And you have to basically say like, we're taking some pallets, mate, and they go, okay. <laughs> yeah, don't give how, them the choice. How many do you want? I, I mean, I will. Of the, I, of, the th- of the again, this is another stat that I read. There's been a lot of articles and stuff about the, the bonfires because there's been. A lot of contentious your, nonsense. Your mic keeps cutting in and out, is it? Um, it's is probably it? your headphones, because I can hear myself fine. Um, they are cutting out a bit, but I'm not sure. I don't think it's the mic. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, you've ruined my train of thought. Sorry. Awesome. Sorry, dude. Just, There's been a lot of stuff uh, recently about... Oh, yeah. So, uh, of the 80 bonfires mm-hmm. that are... Lit, 80? 80 okay. around the country on the 11th night, 35 of them conform to the standards that allows them to be funded by the council. The others mm-hmm. don't. And they uh, they get funded. So they get funded for the council. So I'm assuming somewhere there are people getting paid for pallets. I'm guessing. These, if you're not if you're not in Northern Ireland, if you're not from Northern Ireland, you don't realise how big these bonfires can be. They oh can yeah, be, just Google just Google. Yeah. Like there are some fucking monsters. Yeah. Well, just, just Google everything you want to know about it and then we'll not have to do a show. It'd be brilliant. Well how are we gonna how are we gonna fucking show them a picture, PJ? How are we gonna show them a picture down the podcast? Tell them what size they to- are. I can, I can totally put a picture of bonfire in the artwork. But also, also tell them what size they are. Nobody can imagine. Foot, Nobody, you don't five even know. stories high. Some of these things are really fucking like they are. We're talking so, yeah, bigger and, than four or five stories. Some yeah. of these bonfires are Get four the picture, or five stories PJ. high. Some of and these some are of them, really and big. Some of them are really fucking close to other buildings. Is the oh, thing. there. That's the uh, well. Therein so, lies the reason for my haircut. Okay, okay. So Ron's did, had you, a did you get too haircut. close to a bonfire? No, well, my barber is really close to a bonfire. Uh, and he went, uh, fuck, I'm getting this done quick. <laughs> they uh, they decided to put a bonfire really close to my work um, in a car park about, I'd say, 100 feet down the road from my office, mm-hmm. which is also the car park uh, with back on my barber. Yeah. So I thought I'd just better go and get my hair cut now, just in case it's not there next week. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. But um, thankfully, they moved the, the bonfire the following day. I think I think they decided that it was it was just ridiculously close to other buildings, and mm. they and the, 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 the difficulty is the, the so part of the difficulty that Northern Ireland has, I think, with the bonfires is that generally they're a bunch of wee shitheads running around stealing stuff and pung them on there, and then they're backed up by uh, community groups that are often sort of uh, ex loyalist prisoners. Yeah, yeah, and and so. When you have a kind of, you go, do you know what, lads, maybe don't burn some tires because the fumes are toxic. You get a sudden reaction of, fuck you, don't tell us what to do. I think excessive burning of tires is why we have a lot of that community. Yeah, <laughs> you might be right. I mean, what was it? Oh, oh um, uh, yeah, it's just uh, Jamie Bryson, local Northern Ireland um 
I don't know. Loyalist commentator slash fuckwit. Yeah, I I was talking about... um, so some member of the loyalist community went, it's not unreasonable to not not burn tires. I mean, let's get rid of the tires. It's crazy. Went, oh, that you might as well be in Sinn Féin IRA. It's like, there is no, you know, there's no kind of sense at all in these things. It's, yeah, any if, attempt to moderate becomes absolute, you know, this is a way to destroy our culture. Yeah, which I, is, think, I think if you constantly see yourself as a victim in the situation, then any... Any sense that people try to bring to it, yeah. people see as, as more victimization. Yeah. Do you ever think? I mean, that when you were so, do you have you been to bonfires recently? When was the last time? I you haven't went? been to a twelfth bonfire in about five or six years. Um, I've I've only ever attended really out of just sheer spectacle. I love bonfires. You mm-hmm. took that really amazing picture. I did take a really good picture yeah. of once at a bonfire. Yeah. Um, so uh, I think this is this is uh, just to point this out. Scott didn't want me talking about what size a bonfire was because we couldn't show the picture, and then instantly went to talk about a picture. So fuck you, Scott. Okay, listener. Fuck you. If you look, if you look at the podcast artwork now, if you're on a really good um, podcast player, you'll see my picture. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I, think the first, you, PJ. I think the first year I was going to Susie or so, I said, to her, "Have you ever been to a bonfire?" And she looked at me like, "Are you nuts? No way." Are you kidding? I have been in a cult for all of my life, so no, I've never seen a bonfire. I've never been to Nor a bonfire. television. That did not have virgins burning. Inside <laughs> I've only ever been to a wicker man. That's all. That's the closest I've got. So I, I just bundled her into the car and we drove up to. Uh, we drove up to I put a bag on her head, bundled her in, and told her, "Don't, don't look around you." But in like in an in a vacuum, in an isolated environment. There is nobody that can say that they don't like bonfires. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're amazing. Absolutely not. Fire is and fucking class. And they're amazing yeah. at the scale yeah. that they build them I up. would love to see one. I just, I, I know it would be accompanied by a lot of me feeling deeply uncomfortable with a lot of well, the some, stuff being this, said and the music. And there is a, there's a couple, there's ones, and I think to like, to qualify for the council fund, I don't know what the ins and outs of it are, but I think that there, there are rules, like no tires, you're not allowed to burn effigies, you're not allowed to burn. No tigs uh, on the fire. Fly, you know, and it's burned flat. Uh, Pigs is another word flags, for Catholics. And all that kind of stuff. And yeah. there was one that was kind of close to us that yeah. we, had, we had thought about uh, going to before uh, Ralphie and Lena were born. Um, but now Hannah texted me today and she was like, I was driving past that bonfire site that we were, you know, when we were thinking of going there, it's like the family friendly environment. Mm-hmm. And the bonfire has a big sign on it that says, fuck the Tigs. Oof. <laughs> Or like, oh, so I guess well, it's yeah. not really. Well, that's, that's a cross-community endeavour in itself. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. It's a shame because fire's class. Yeah, fire is class. I mean, it has to be said, it would be, I think there would have to be a serious, maybe two years of, of the amount of sort of pure sectarianism across every single one of those, like tamped down to zero before you'd ever see a... a bunch of Catholics going, yeah, let's go to that. That would be good fun. You know, I, Although, I, I think it would a take a of, long time. A bunch time. of Catholics do go to various other locations where you can see over the whole city and mm-hmm. basically watch it burn. <laughs> like I know, like I know people go up, um, uh, sort of cave hill direction. Cave, the mm-hmm. cave hill, uh, Black Mountain. Black Mountain, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, that would be kind of cool, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah that'd be awesome again, to see. That's all good night, lads. <laughs> <laughs> um, and basically you see yeah. the whole city aflame. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's. I, I mean, I would kind of like to go, and I, that would be kind of awesome to see. Yeah. See, I'm sure, I'm sure there's a great photograph of Look, that we could put I would on totally the podcast tonight. You want? I'm just <laughs> saying that now. My wife was a little worried about me even coming up to do the podcast. It's eleventh night. You be careful. It's like I, I should maybe not drive around in the poop mobile, but I mean, I'm probably <laughs> okay. Um, and I, you know, the the road up is, is, but it's the drunks, it's the people coming back from Bonnie's and I know, but the bonfires and, don't get lit until yeah. like eleven or twelve. No, o'clock. I know that. They, they I don't know light that. at the midnight. There is, the, yeah. there's definitely, I think, um, from I, I'm sure for I, I, I hate to, to talk for a community of people, but I think there's definitely a um, a lot of myths and legends around what happens to Catholics at bonfires in the Catholic community that are nonsense. That are you know? That I'd are, say that's true. Yeah, yeah, and 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 vice versa, you know, and, and and partly it's as a community, our probably a lot of it's our own fault for going. Uh, this is nothing to do with us. We should take ourselves off here, lads. This is let, let's just piss off, off down to Donegal or, or some no somewhere more Catholicy, and and you know take a, take our heads out of it and let the Protestants have their two days of burning the city down, and then we'll come back and pick up the pieces. You know, I, I don't I don't know. 
I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, th- I think a lot of Catholics do think that, you know that they'll come come back to Belfast and the Protestants will have finished ravaging each other. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> well, uh, well, let the Protestants have their two day purge, and then we'll come back. Yeah, and then... I think that's what they think it's like. I think they think it's the purge. <laughs> <laughs> and really, it's just a bunch of fat loyalists getting drunk. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it, I mean, I've had very uncomfortable times coming through a place where. Uh, uh, a parade has just happened where the, a band has just gone through and you see them all with their heavily tattooed arms and stuff getting pissed with their girlfriends and you know and, uh, there's, and that's, there's very little like, aggression at those things because they just assume there's no Catholics about yeah yeah yes it, it, it's a safe space yeah for loyalists yes know? yeah that that's I think I mean and I don't know if the if there's an equivalent for because as a as a city, as in, in Northern Ireland, it's about 50-50 now, isn't it? Catholic Protestant, yeah. the ratio. So I don't know if there's a Catholic a Catholic equivalent to sort of St. Paddy's Day, but it's not quite well, there's like the that. But they're sort of there's the remembrance of internment, which, yeah. which has bonfires about it, but really they don't put their back into it. No, well, the, the thing with that is that I think that's only a deeply nationalist thing. That's not a generally Catholic thing. That's a that's a nationalist uh, thing. But the, but the twelfth is a deeply you know loyalist thing. Really. Yeah, no. Well, yeah, but it's also the, it's the part middle, of the middle of class Protestants will look on and be like, yeah, yeah. The, I guess this represents us, but they don't get their hands dirty. They stand mm. on the sides and watch. It's the ones that are marching down the street that are really the ones involved. Yeah, you know? yeah. Which is probably what they said about the Nazis whenever they marched through <laughs> Austria. But uh, Yeah, you know. I mean, pallets burn better than books, though, yeah. you've got to admit. Um, yeah, I don't know. When was the last time you were at a bon- bonfire then? Oh, uh, it's got to be... Well, it, me and my friends used to have an 11th night... Cross community non sectarian bonfire. Okay. So on the eleventh night, that sounds dull as fuck. Well, it was basically on the eleventh night. Lads, no drinking. You can't go out anywhere because. Yeah. So we would all go around to a friend's house, and there'd be you know fifteen or twenty of us, and he lived at the thing street where there's a little <laughs> bit of wasteland at the end. So we'd build a tiny little bonfire of our own, and our friends, both Catholic and Protestant, would all come down. We'd have a barbecue and drink, and yeah. you know that would just be our yeah. little. At a certain night. point, I mean, when does it cross from being arson to being a. Uh, a community bonfire. I th- I, do you know what? Actually, if, I, if I'm totally honest, as, okay. I, as a Catholic, if I'm totally honest, I think the thing I bitterly resent about Bonfire Night is growing up and the Northern, like the Northern Ireland Catholic equivalent of having your own Bonfire Night w- would have been um, Halloween. And we had those shitty indoor fireworks. Oh, the indoor fireworks again? <laughs> yeah. So that's what we got. And we were looking at the Protestants and going, look what the fuck they've got. And we've got these shitty indoor... F- oh, look, a snake. Yeah, but even, that's what I but got. But even back then, you just could have bought fireworks. No. Who did you know? How were you not able to get fireworks? Oh, you couldn't get fireworks. Well, my, my dad probably could have done, but we never yeah. did. Scott, like, by the time you were growing up, I mean, fireworks were kind of available. Yeah, yeah, but, no, you know, no. When, when PJ was a lad, people used to put them in pipes and fire them at Land Rovers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, all Catholics, when any fireworks had to go straight away to the IRA for use as weaponry. That was the law. That was That's what we had to do. <laughs> that's just what we had to do. Hey, Dairy Girls is on Netflix. I got that bit of news in. I, no, I, I only mention it because it's, it's a very Northern that, Ireland that's thing. something for the Catholics, finally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, is we, it a very Catholic yeah. issue? I suppose it oh, is. Yeah, yeah it of is. course it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, it works for Protestants too, doesn't it? Doesn't it? I've been told so. Oh, it you don't like it? That's it, right. I don't you like don't it, like it. I, right. I, I, I couldn't put a finger on why I don't like it. I just, yeah. I just don't enjoy it. It just isn't for you. No, yeah. but things don't have to be for me. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Like that haircut. <laughs> oh come on! Oh. It's a haircut. It's all look. Right. I had to shave my head to keep myself looking like my emoji. Emoji. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, so that uh, yeah. So what are you doing? Are you gonna, you're not going to do anything then? No bonfire for you. Nope. So the, what's the twelfth then? So the eleventh night is yay. We beat up the. To be honest, Catholics. I'm surprised anybody can be arsed getting up for the twelfth because the bonfire goes on to about five or six in the morning, and then the twelfth kicks off at about half seven or eight. <laughs> yeah, but but is the twelfth something happens on it? What is it? Well, when I'm the always away. When the marches happen. Oh right, no marches tonight then. No, no, no. no. Tonight is stand around a bonfire, listening to techno versions of the sash. <laughs> Do they exist? That, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, Holy is. shit. And then tomorrow morning, they get up early. They start early, uh, about nine o'clock or so, and then they march to. No, the, it's, early, it's earlier than that. Yeah, well, it's, it's early. It's before I've ever been up in the 12th. <laughs> 
Uh, and then they march to the church from the field. Uh-huh. The field is where it all starts. Uh-huh. So the field could be any nominated. Is it the fields of Athen Rye? No, the, oh. the field is any large nominated bit of grass where you can get a, okay. a, a large number of loyalists and a sausage. Um, like <laughs> stole in one, one place. Right, one and then they all march from there to their designated church. And then they have a service and they stand around eating scones and uh, more hot dogs. And then they march back to the field. Mm-hmm. And you know, and then after that, usually when the trouble starts. Okay, okay, and then and now, so the marching right. So it's three hundred years, right, right, three hundred years, whatever since since the Battle of the Boyne, mm-hmm. and the marches they're doing are not nothing to do with that in so much as they are just a march. It's just I mean, what's the what's the march? Four. I mean, the march is I mean, a period sure, I'm, I'm to go gonna from guess. A to B. I don't, I don't fucking know. I'm just going to guess. I'm assuming it's like marching to war. Right. Okay. Is that so, what it's sort of symbolically? I mean, I, that, that, that's a guess. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. That's, that seems yeah, like the only I, thing I, that it could really be. I don't know if. Yeah. I don't know if it's marching to war or if, or if on the the original battle maybe they all marched to prayer before they fought the. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Could be, that, something could be like that. But it has not. The roots have nothing to do with other than the fact that at some stage, probably about. 70, 80 years ago, maybe somebody picked the route. Right, yeah. Yeah. Because that's the back, thing you back always at a hear. Time, this is our traditional route, and we always march this time. And then there's a part of me thinking, but that road didn't exist 300 years ago. <laughs> well, the, the, battle, the Battle of the Point happened in Galway. <laughs> if I write your route like <laughs> fucking like, miles away. Yeah, I mean, there's an awful lot of loyalists. I think the point is somewhere around East Belfast. <laughs> And so, but is there stuff? I was watching. I was listening. I read a thing. Um, some head of the Orange Order was basically saying that uh, look, if there's a night in Ireland, that's fine. That's okay. I, that that if that happens, I'm still going to be an Orange man. It's not going to change me. And then he kind of went on to say, but it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And I kind of was thinking, well, there are Orange Orders all over the place. There's Orange Orders down in the south, obviously. There is, yeah, uh, of course. Uh, but there also there's an Orange Order in Africa. There's Orange Orders in Canada, and, and Scot- you, you Scotland, get, America. Yeah, they're you all get over headers there. everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, if you're going to belong to an organisation and the Orange Order is the one you've picked, well, I mean, more fool you. <laughs> There's, there's, there's better things to be into, you know. Yeah, it was that or Star Wars cosplaying for a lot of them, you know. So. Do we we have do we have like a royal order of Hibernians or some some staff do. thing? Is um, that is not the Catholic Orange Order? Well, my, favorite, my favorite's the Buffs. Yeah, the, the Buffs. An, an, yeah, yeah, the Royal they, Order of Antediluvian Order of the Buffalo. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, well, I, what, what's uh, is that? it not? What's uh, that? Maybe I've got the wrong. It's the RAOB. Yeah, the RAOB. I thought it was Royal Ancient Order of Buffalo. I, I thought it was Antedilubian. Your Royal Ancient Order of Buffalo is from uh, the Flintstones? Yeah, I know. Oh, okay. okay. Well, yeah, and that's why I thought it was a fucking joke whenever I, <laughs> whenever I asked somebody, what's the RAOB club? And they're like, oh, that's the Buffs club. And I was like, well, that doesn't explain what the RAOB is. <laughs> uh, I'll confess, I don't know what it is. It, it's like a Masonic... It's, Lord, a, it's like it's like a it's like a. Um, but do we Catholics it, not have one? Do we not like have no, one? Is this like a no homers club? Is this like a club for people who couldn't get in the Masons? I don't know. And they're like, we'll start our own club. I just thought <laughs> it would be better. And I've never been. In, I've never been inside one. But all I could think about was, do they wear the hats from the Flintstones? <laughs> oh, the wee Shriner hats. <laughs> no, the big buffalo one. Good, with the, good oh, way. With to, the big horns good way them. to check is to have a look to see what size the interior doors are. I don't know if big. they're very tall. <laughs> And, and like have a weird sort of gap around the top of them. Right. Possibly they wear their hats indoors. I mean, they're all some variation of the stone cutters. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I thought there was a Catholic sort of order, not unlike that. There's no, bound to be. Must be. I mean, you've got. I, mean, I like, haven't been invited. Jesus, this is what I'm Catholics saying. Catholics have fucking time. You've got to go to mass every fucking day. That's true. There's a lot of three mass. three times on a Sunday. A lot of mass on a on a and a. And this you don't is the have same time thing. To do anything else? It's the same thing. Every mass is the same. Every single mass, and yet. No matter how many times I went to mass as a child, I still couldn't figure out when I was supposed to stand up or sit down. It nope. was it was just whatever the person immediately in front of me did. I've been to two. I was ca- doing I've been that. to two Catholic funerals. One of them that did the standy up, city down, needy down mm-hmm. thing, and the other one that didn't. So I am none the wiser. <laughs> there was one point. There was one point whenever I went to kneel and kind of wasn't supposed to kneel. Yeah. and got caught halfway in a squat. <laughs> And couldn't couldn't go, <laughs> couldn't go down or back up again. You know, there was a ripple went up the audience. Protestant. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck to say. If you want, if you want the biscuit, come and get the biscuit. If you want, if you don't, if you want to come up but don't want the biscuit, you can't have the biscuit. Come up. No, you I, cannot not, have the biscuit. Yeah, but, um, but they're saying to the audience, gotta be... if you want the biscuit, come up and get the biscuit. Oh, if yeah. you want to come up but don't want the biscuit, then cross your arms over your chest. If you want to come up and get something else, put your hands on your head, and then. <laughs> 
If you don't want to do anything, you can just sit there and look confused look, by everything that's happening look, you around can you. Totally take the biscuit. <laughs> well, like you only have it's, to. Fo- strictly you, speaking, it's not a biscuit. It's, yeah, a, it's a wafer. It's a wafer. But you only have to follow the rules of your cafe. It is. Have you ever had one of those? Hold on. What's ever- the difference between a wafer and a biscuit? It's just called a wafer. Uh, yeah, I know a- that, but he's he's. It's not a biscuit. It's a wafer. What's the well, difference the, between uh, a biscuit and a wafer? Well, right. Okay. This is like cake and a and a biscuit, but a biscuit. I mean, have you never had a, a wafer? What are you talking about? Have you never had a wafer in an ice cream? Yeah. And have you ever had a biscuit? Sure. There's the difference. I I can't explain it better than that. So they taste, one is so they literally taste, a wafer, so and one is literally like, a biscuit. They taste like wafer from an ice cream. Yeah, they taste like, no, no, because wafer from an ice cream has sugar in it, and these fuckers don't. No, it is wafer. It is wafer. It's it's, it's thin. Jesus, Jesus body. It's really horrible. It sticks to the roof of your mouth. It's the driest thing you'll ever eat in your life. You're not meant to enjoy it. You, yeah, you and cannot enjoy it. A biscuit it. is nice, and he's touched it. Who, he, he puts it on your tongue. Yeah, he set it on he your tongue. Rubbed it against the foreskin of Christ. That's how it gets the body of Christ on it. It's a good job I didn't go up for the biscuit then. <laughs> but yeah, you, you, I mean, you, it's you not can, a biscuit. You can have the wafer. Tax reasons. That's why it's a wafer. You no, know, you only have to obey the rules if you're Catholic. If you're not Catholic, the rules don't apply to you. Oh yeah, you can definitely you can totally go up have the yeah, You can have the wafer. I mean, let, so let, I can just I can because he doesn't know. I can just walk up and take the biscuit. Oh yeah, you can have a go. Yeah, yeah. have a go. And then I get some wine. Tellingly, those fuckers never never give you the wine. You'll uh, never get given the wine. Only the priests are allowed the wine. No wine for you. And then they spit in the glass you drink out of that? No, 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 no wine. Not allowed the wine. No, never get the wine. I've never seen anyone get the wine apart from the priest. He has of, it all. There's enough lot of alcoholism in this country. You, <laughs> see, so you can't really, can't really be tempting people like that. I mean, to be, I mean, like, to be fair, at least the Catholics drink. That's, I mean, the Catholics drink at the top level and don't drink at the lower levels, whereas the Protestants seem to not drink at the top levels and drink furiously at the lower levels. That no, seems I to f- be no, the... No, I don't... I, no. You don't no, find that? No, no. Not, not at all. Like, the, Ireland... <laughs> Just look at Ireland, yeah. not the North, but Ireland. Ireland, all of it. Okay, yeah, there's a lot of drinking. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, people it's say a that, country. People say that about Ireland, but then you go to England, people say. People drink a lot in England too. And yeah, people drink England, a lot in Scotland. I, yeah. I think people just drink a lot. I went to France. England's measurements and are smaller. I went mm. to France and they drink a lot there. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I just think people drink a lot, and mm. it seems like a lot because I don't. Yeah, well, yes, that's true. Yeah, every, and also the thing is about people who drink is they like to talk about how brilliant drinking is. Like everyone who drinks, yeah, it's not talks a about it's not a substitute for a personality. Yeah, drinking's brilliant. I got hammered, and so I think. I think that tendency to talk about how brilliant drinking is extends to the entire country. And they go, yeah, we love getting pissed us. And it's like, no, they can't really handle their drink. They're just, yeah, uh, but they're that's why people head. love the 12th, because it's an excuse for public drinking. Yes. Public, public sanctioned drinking. <laughs> no, but not from, not from the top of the orange order. They don't sanction the drink. That's the, the battle, not the yeah, bottle. Yeah, but the, they, the, they're, the, I mean, of the great. They don't condemn it. No. Did you? There was a. T, there was like an. So I watched an advert of what the twelfth was, and it was this bloke going along, going, "The twelfth is a place for doing this." And if you're from that kind of thing and you like this, I was thinking, that, that nearly convinced me that the twelfth would be fun. And then I remembered well, I was a Catholic, and probably well, those are those not the adverts that don't call it the twelfth. They call it Orange Fest. Orange Fest. No, no, they called it Orange Fest a couple of years ago. I don't think they call it Orange. They're still Fest, trying. Now. They're still trying. Are to they get still Orange trying for Orange Fest. I mean, for the last few years, they've been trying to make Orange Fest, as they say, a a shared cultural experience. But it's... N- it, it can never be that. It can't ever. I mean, and I say this with hand on heart, I say, do you know what? You could legitimately go, Paul, you've got, you know, you're born and raised Catholic. Uh, you cannot speak to this without having, bringing on board something that is, you know, the but but the fundamental tenet of Orangeism is you can't be a Catholic. That's like, yeah. it's, it's but so tied into it. You say that it can't happen. Is that not kind of what happened with... The Americans and Thanksgiving. It's like, hey, do you remember that time our ancestors kicked your ancestors' ancestors' ass? Yeah, that's you, all. Like, you don't get a lot of Native Americans showing up for Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, that's true story. <laughs> no, I mean, this, this would be like this would be like the slaves lining the lining the the roads for the KKK parade and be like, yay! It's, it's just not going to happen, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So it's 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 bizarre that they they want to keep on trying to push this, but I think it's probably seems, it's probably just a funding thing. Yeah, I if, think it's partly make, funding. If, you try, whether, if the Catholics don't turn up. That's not my problem. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I reached out. We tried. We, we tried. I tried. The we, name has one of the colours of their flag in it. We I mean, stopped singing fuck the Pope and, you know. We, I mean, we changed it to kick the Pope. We made concessions. <laughs> um, 
I mean, I think, we have prepared them yes, more than halfway, but they haven't. There, there is a certain level of I think you know they feel like there's an inequality because St Patrick's Day is a cross community event and. Mm. And people from both sides of the community do show up for that. Yeah. Even though I think the the loyalists would would very much think that's their day. You know, which, which one? The, the, they, they would they would consider that the Fenian Twelfth. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Even though it isn't in any way, there's no triumphalism about St Patrick's Day. It generally is just a march around going, "Isn't it great to be Irish?" And I'm like, "That's yeah. no, up for debate." Yeah. But, <laughs> well, I, mean, well, I, no, I do there's, feel a there's, little bit of a of triumph, triumphalism <laughs> over snakes. <laughs> Fuck the snakes! Um, yeah, there and there's there's been a pull towards making Saint Patrick's Day and a celebration of Irishness. Yes, and and I think yeah, but and but I've also seen a kickback where I've seen you know uh, people go, well, you know, um, Saint Patrick was actually originally a, was one of the original Protestants. Oh God, <laughs> he was OG prod. <laughs> yeah, because you know he he questioned a lot of the stuff, so he's. Strictly speaking, an original Protestant, and it's like well, you can't really have him. Um, he was Welsh. I mean, that's, that's yeah. <laughs> it's all nonsense. Yeah, and, and ultimately, it's just a, an opportunity for a little parade to go around. Ultimately, and stuff. isn't it all bollocks? It is. Yeah, of course, it is. It's all nonsense. It's all of it. All of it. It's like Valentine's Day or Father's oh, Day. Oh God. <laughs> or Mother's Day. Scott's got a few things on his chest now. Bullshit. Wow. Scott, you're burning through a few shows here. Wow. <laughs> What uh, what what did you it's have a birthday recently and you got no presents? Nonsense. What happened? No, it's not my what, birthday what? for a while. What? No, it's not my birthday for a while. Okay. No, it's just like I. Uh, I mean, we're all ultimately I, like, killing time until we die. That's, that's true. <laughs> like, but I find it really different. Like people that I know get really excited about St. Patrick. Oh, what are you doing for St. Patrick's Day? And it's like, who no, cares? It just who cares? doesn't matter. But but the not, usual. No, the thing is, I get excited about New Year's Eve, or at least I used to, but my wife hates New Year's Eve. Because you so, keep getting naked on New Year's Eve and sitting know, naked trying no to watch lets, the Hootenanny. Nobody lets me do that now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> PJ, put your Hootenanny away. Oh, uh, I wish I could see my Hootenanny. I've put on so much weight, it's, it's vanishingly... Oh. It's vanishing. Since the last time we recorded. <laughs> rang, yeah. Actually, no, not the last time we recorded, but the time before we took a break. Yeah. I've put on a stone. Oh wow, baby wit! Yeah, <laughs> baby wit is no fucking joke. <laughs> I always hear the women complain about it. I didn't think it affected the no, men. No, dad bod, dad bod is legit a thing. <laughs> so I don't know how many weeks that's been since I, since I went on my baby holiday. Mm-hmm. But I've it's put been a on, while. I've put on a stone. Well, I don't know. I mean, that sounds impressive. Except I, I, I don't know Ron many kids I. I've got running out there to know about. Ron and I put on a stone. You know, between breakfast and lunch, you put that's... on a stone while you were going to the gym. Yeah. I know. That's pretty impressive. That, you, is, that you, is pretty you good going. You've got to admire. Um, uh, and I've, I weighed myself this morning after a holiday, and it's like... Oh, God, please please let me still be lighter than you. Oh, I'm 14 seven oh, now. Oh, God. So, like, Jesus Christ, I don't know. I'm like oh. the pair of you stuck together. What weight are you? Uh, 13-2. 13-2. Oh, I killed yeah. to be 13-2. I don't right. know what weight I am. I think I'm like 21, maybe 22. Can you not see it over the overhang? Is that- no, no, I'm, I'm just slowly, you know, just... Working my way towards an early grave. <laughs> I do want to do something about it. So la- last night, in an effort to try and curtail this mm-hmm. uh, weight gain, and also just to do something fun, some pa- some friends from work invited me to Boulder World, which is an indoor rock climbing center oh, on right, the Boucher okay. Road. Okay. It's fucking class. Is it? Is, it's is it, What's the difference between that and just like a, one of those climbing walls? Is it different or is it no, the same? It's just, no, it's the same. Except, <laughs> it, except there's no... You've got no rope. What? What? You've got no rope. Well, how high up did you get? You go about. How high up would you go before you go? I don't like. I've got no rope. You can. You can go. The highest you can go is probably two foot. <laughs> I'd say like a story and a half. I'm looking at Ron's ro- like the Ron's roof. Like a no, st- that's that's nuts. A I... story and a half with no rope. With no rope. And I've, what if I, you fail? I, I fail from the top. And. You land on a big crash mat and it's all fine. Oh, that sounds fun. It's not. It's not fun falling because it's you're fun not, having fallen because you're, you're not like you can. <clears> basically, <throat> you're supposed to climb up and then you can either climb back down or you can jump down. It, mm-hmm. But it, it's not like you're looking down and you go, I, I, I don't want to jump I don't from want, here. Yeah, no. jumping from here is a bad and then idea. What happened with me was I was reaching up and all you've got to do is they map out different patterns in mm-hmm. coloured. Yeah. Um, things and the colors denote how hard the route yeah, is. Grip. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you do orange and blue are beginners' routes, and then there's about five other more advanced mm-hmm. things. So all you've got to do is get a hand. And they off. refer to the beginners as the orange man. Yeah, the orange. Yeah. 
you, all you've got to do is get a hand up onto the top color of the route. Yeah, and then doing. you win. And then that's you, you've completed Yay! that route and you climb back down again. So I basically just went to get the the hand on and both my legs went out. So I didn't jump. I fell. You fell, yeah. And that was not fun. No, but I, when you I land, would have shit myself. But when, but when you land and you realize, oh, I'm actually fine and that there was no pain, didn't hurt, like that was you all think, fine. You think, I want to do that again. But I have never... I was well. I was going to say I've never sweat so much in my entire life. But mm-hmm. sitting here in Ron's living room, I like <laughs> it's pretty sweaty. The yeah. sweat is dripping off me. But last night was so sweaty. Sweat city. And it, I, well, but your hands aren't all think, sweaty. Was not no. Hard you get to hold. you get the the um, glovey the chalk, No, the chalk oh, bags. Chalk, yeah. yeah, you get like wow. Uh, and do all that. It's, it sounds um, fun, except that I tried climbing a wall a few years ago, and, and like the arthritis in my fingers is such I can't really grip very can't well. Grip, but yeah. So I'm fucked. Yeah, I'm you probably fucked. can't. Yeah, you probably yeah. can't do that. I don't do it's, things like that. It's, <laughs> it, we had an absolute blast. It's so much fun, mm. and we're going back again next week. All right, then. Okay. So well, good. Uh, are we in picks of the week? I is, think is, we is are. Is that yeah, your yeah, pick? Let's do pick um, of the week. I don't know, maybe? Yeah, that's a pick, okay, that's your you, pick of the week. if you want to wrap up, then that can be my pick of the week. Okay, PJ, have you got a pick for the week? Yeah, I right, so we'll talk about this next show, but um, I went to Paris and Disneyland. That can't be a pick of the week. <laughs> no, 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 it's not, it's not, it's not. My pick of the week is, I came back, I, I, uh, Thomas... My pick of the week is coming home from Disneyland. <laughs> no, Thomas bought uh, a, 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 a Donald Duck comics in French, obviously, and I bought a comic, and it's in French as well. And we're sitting there looking at these going, I'm trying to figure out one of the words, and we can't figure out anything. And so I came back and I thought, do you know what, fuck it, I'm going to learn French. So I'm decided to learn French. And someone recommended a, a website called Memrise, M-E-M-R-I-S-E, okay. which is free to teach you French, but you can pay for a subscription. And the subscription sort of has uh, uh, a way to kind of keep track of all the stuff that you're doing. But otherwise, it's free. And it will basically, it'll teach you French. And, and, and it does it with video clips of people speaking the language and stuff. And so that's my pick of the week. And I'm determined to learn French. But I am. I, I blew through. I thought what I'll do is I'll spend five minutes a day and just learn it all. But I was in the car for two hours, so I went through about two things, and I can't remember a bloody thing about any of the French that I read. So um, I'm not sure how well it's going to work, but that's what I'm doing. That's my pick of the week. Okay, my pick of the week is NFC tags. Okay. So, so in the upcoming <laughs> iOS 13, there is mm-hmm. the ability to uh, they've they've improved the shortcuts app. Mm-hmm. And you can now trigger shortcuts using NFC tags. Okay. What's an NFC tag? NFC tags are little circular dots of a basically near field communication. Okay, okay. That, 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 that don't need any power. They they basically are powered up by bringing a device close to okay. it that has an NFC reader. Okay, so these are like RFID type yeah, things, aren't exactly. They? So yeah, okay. so they, uh, I I've been sticking them around the house. Okay, and so they're li- they're little implanted and little stickers then. Yeah, it's, they're little stickers. They've got a little three M tape in the back of them. Uh-huh. You stick them down. You scan that, uh, and then you assign a series of actions to it. And oh, in, right, okay. And in shortcuts, this can be anything. Mm-hmm. So you could have it make a uh, you know a, a record of a diary entry. You could have mm-hmm. it. Um, <laughs> I have just done a shit. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you could literally have it send a, a an iMessage to someone, uh-huh. a nominated person. Or, but what I've been using it Help for me, is, I have fallen. is a triggering uh, HomeKit things. Uh-huh. So I have I have one over here. It's going to make me look bad if this doesn't work. But uh, Ron is reaching across to a little sticker, waving his phone at it. Nothing is happening. <laughs> Nothing has continued to happen. Oh, hang on. Maybe, maybe. So- oh, no, oh, his TV came on. His TV came on. Okay, so it's a TV remote controller. Yeah, it set the lights in the room to a certain level. It turns the TV on. It actually opens up the TV app on the Apple TV. Okay, so you could literally have a sticker, a sticker that that opens Netflix. Yeah, so you don't have to like <laughs> you're leaning across there and setting your like it looked kind of awkward. But what you could do is have it where yeah, I mean it looked kind of awkward because I'm quite far away. Yeah, from yeah. But so <laughs> what, yeah, yeah. So what I'm saying is you could come home and you could set your phone down beside your keyboard or mm-hmm. whatever, whatever it is, and there could be a sticker there, and that then triggers everything whole, in your whole home that yeah. yeah. everything that then goes on. Um, like the, the you could of, put yeah, you could plug it into where your charger is. There could be something right beside your charger. Yeah, and I mean, that, a single that press, could be, if, I, uh, if I put the phone onto that again now. You can have one in the doorway as you leave, so you wave it at it, and it'll it turn everything off. Turn everything off. Yeah. Um, it, can it, it can isn't, it, but it, it should. I don't know if it's triggered yet. 
I'm so far away. I don't even know if I'm getting it on the right. Place. But also, iOS 13 is still in beta. Yeah. So yeah. all of this is still. So that should be it all going off now. Oh yeah. So we get the little stickery but tags. Crucially, from? in the off action, I told it not to turn off the lights. Oh. So it's not necessarily reverse. I have it basically mm. said if if the TV is on, turn it off. Turn it off. If the TV is not on, turn it turn on, it and also set the lights to a certain level. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and, and, you could, and you could have. And any could I have it order? Could I have it order me something from Amazon? Uh, not yet. Amazon would need to create a shortcut or some for sort it. of integration because Amazon has stopped support for all of their the dash buttons. Dash buttons. I know it's crazy, which is just fucking ludicrous. They just turned it off. I think so. Yeah. yeah. So what happens if you paid money for these? And I did. I refunded? mean, it was, only, it was only a fiver, but, well, but and then they refunded it. In they refunded next it in your first purchase. Yeah. Yeah, so oh, did they? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, you, so I didn't, so you pay, ultimately anything didn't pay anything for it. But yeah, all Amazon would have to do is make that scriptable. So, that, um, so, so talk to me about the right. So uh, the little RFID, uh, the little N- NFC near field communicator, near mm-hmm. yep. field. Uh, those stickers that you've got, did you buy them somewhere? What, what? I bought them off Amazon. I bought twelve of them for like seven quid. And presumably, what they have is a unique identity number. Yeah. Yeah, and they, that, and they, that's they it. Generate, There's nothing else in them. Just yeah. a unique ID number. Yeah, and you scan that. Now, dude, that's that's me scanning it. Uh, that's me setting up that shortcut automation for me. So Susie could have an entirely different automation set on her on her phone. Yeah. that would trigger for the same sticker. Yeah, yeah, because it's basically it's basically all it's doing the is saying I'm is, sticker is number twelve. To you, not to yeah. The, the, the sticker itself doesn't know what it is. It just that's it cool. just literally that's has its cool. own little number. So, so all you have to do then is. So is I created set up, another yeah. one. And I stuck it outside the bedroom door, and what it does is, as I go in, because Susie always goes to bed when, before me. When Ron waves it, right, it sets <laughs> up sexy time mood, and when wavy, when Susie waves it, it turns off sexy time well, mood. What, what it actually does <laughs> is it runs the good night uh, thing, which turns off pretty much everything in the house, uh-huh. and then I've set a delay of two seconds, and then it turns on the light under the bed, so I can see my way around the bedroom oh, yeah. mm-hmm. without kicking things, yeah. and then two minutes later, it'll turn that off so it's, it's a whole oh, series of things very, yeah. that, it, that it triggers that's pretty and cool shortcuts used to be really difficult to, to kind of understand yeah. in the ios 13 they've made it really clear really yeah I, I find them quite easy to understand but then i used to do programming and stuff so it seems seems they, they've, they've made it even even easier yeah. though i mean especially the where you can invoke an app and uh, as time goes by, developers are going to start yeah. building more and more. One, yeah, I mean, the one actions. thing that annoy has always annoyed me about the iPad is there's no no integrated programming language. There's no sort of like it, when you, when you, when I was fourteen, I had a computer. I could program it with uh, basic. The fact and, that they don't have Xcode, yeah, on the or something iPad like is, it. It doesn't yeah, have to be yeah. Xcode, but the shortcuts is sort of bringing that in, shortcuts, but it's not quite. Shortcuts can run of, can run Bash scripts and things mm. like that. They can, I mean, if if you can if you can write certain sort of scripts in there you can absolutely yeah. run it'll run javascript so yeah. you can run really but it doesn't it doesn't let you share your short your scripts to other people uh so. yeah you absolutely can yeah if you build a shortcut you can share it via yeah. Yeah. There's, a, uh, there's a, a whole community on reddit that have ju- that are just it's just people sharing mm-hmm. like yeah, that's just really complicated shortcuts. Yeah, yeah. Shortcuts. so could you set up for example can you integrate your little roadmaster 1000 thingy into it it doesn't have any. It doesn't have any. Well, no, can't well get is it not? Is well, it not? there are. The, I sent you a link for the little, uh, the little button pushers, the little <laughs> button pushers. So, the, so there's <laughs> the these things. There's pushers, a little yeah. button pusher, so it's got like a little arm that comes out and will push a button and flick a light on or off. You could just stick one above the record sign or one on the power button at the back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like we'll we'll talk about this for my pick next week, but. There We've got d- two picks lined up. There are, I've got two picks lined there's up. Devices, I better start thinking. There's yeah. devices that can kind of uh, you can buy that can make existing non-smart devices smart, smart. Uh, and the one that I'm kind of currently chatting to someone on Twitter because I'm very, very bad at electrical engineering. I'm not. I, You're I talking to my pal Luke McNeese. I am. Yeah, I like uh, Luke. I Luke, need, is, I need, Luke is who I did the VR thing with. Yeah, I need someone who can who can basically look at a PCB board and go, "Oh yeah, we just need to solder this to this." And mm. then, um, and then it'll make my projector screen lower and raise mm. as part of a home kit scene. Yeah. And that's that's part of my plan. That's what you want so. to do. Okay. Uh, Ikea in August, I believe, are launching smart blinds. Yeah. I would like some, but they don't make them wide enough for my window. <laughs> Get two. That wouldn't work for me, I don't think. I'd settle for your room just being a bit cooler. Just right now, yeah, <laughs> so would I. Or at any time, really. Uh, anyway, I think that's enough. Is that our show? I think it is. All right. Well, thank you. You've been listening to our 12th of July special. 
Keeperlet. <laughs> if it, if it is uh, Friday morning, um, have a nice time at the parades. If you're going, which I suspect most of our listeners aren't. I, I, I really doubt anyone is going to the parades. <laughs> I mean, do you know what? I I keep wanting to go every year and just take a really good camera and get some photographs of what of what our culture our looks culture. like. But um, I it's it's putting up with all the bullshit. It's it's every you know. every Protestant I've ever known growing up thought that the parades and all that was an ugly thing. I have to, I mean, that's that's how they would have seen it. Yeah. You know, they they wouldn't have seen it as an attractive I, aspect I of their of their faith or or, yeah, or anything. I didn't feel an ugliness or a sense of antipathy towards it until I was in my teens. Yeah. Uh, whenever I was younger, it was just I didn't know anyone who wasn't Catholic, and I didn't yeah. realize this was even a a uh, sectarian thing and mm. now obviously I have very different feelings about it mm. but anyway but you like a nice fire though yeah <laughs> everyone likes a nice fire let's take back bonfires in fact that'll be the project everyone start a bonfire yeah <laughs> so we'll see you next time bye bye up the hoods bye <laughs>